or for martial arts demonstrations, or for the special Heimische show, was Marif, the Koyach von der Moyach. Okay, so we can't cling in 718. Okay, you, you want to do you break your teeth under this? I'm trying. Uh, well, yeah, okay. Just simply say 718-375-1294, okay? If you want to say in Yiddish, say 718-375-1294. Oh, I got that. Okay, I'm going to say it in Yiddish now. Whoever was interested in, in calling Rabbi Yisrael either for storytelling or for the martial arts demonstrations or or for the... Uh, Kayach from the Mayach, the Heimische Show, or or for art lessons, or or for for martial art lessons, or for even artwork or whatever. Um, so the number to call, I'm gonna say it in Yiddish: seven one eight three seven five one two nine four. La la la, Keskis, I got you, Rabbi. I fooled you. You didn't fool me. It's okay. Don't worry. I'm sure that everybody understands numbers. Okay. So I'd like to also remind. Uh, day camps, um, sleepaway camps, uh, bungalow colonies. Try not to wait till the last minute because if you don't start reserving and booking, then it's going to be too late. And I'd like to remind you that a lot of people call, get information, and uh, then they just don't get back. So I'm going to be taking first come, first serve. So, uh, you know, um, as you know, it's uh, maybe six, seven weeks left before the camp season starts. So uh, don't wait for the last minute. Okay, now that we got that out of the way, I think we're ready for the story. Wow, you forgot something. What did I forget? Oh, yes, of course. My book, Zelig the Wagon Driver, is available in all your local forum stores. If you didn't buy it yet, you can always buy it. If you want to buy it directly from me and get a special autographed copy, Gesundheit, color covered, you call that number, 375-1294. Of course, dialing 718 first always helps. So 718-375-1294, known as 1294. Okay, so I'm um, more than happy to. And anything else I forgot? Ah. Uh. Yeah, did you brush your teeth? Uh, you see? Uh, just kidding, just kidding. Uh, I, I, I think I got everything. I, I hope so. I, 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 I think so. I, 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 I think so. Yes, yes, okay. Very good. Okay, so we have this brand new story. Actually, believe it or not, <laughs> I was going to tell a different story today, except that this morning, uh, my friend Mendel, uh, he uh, kind of sent me a different story, and I kind of liked it, and I think I'm going to use it. So I'm going to use Mendel's story that he had in mind. It's a story that happened in the time of the great Tzaddik. Are you talking about me again? So nice. Yossi. Just just kidding, just kidding. He must be talking about himself. Uh, Yossi. I heard that. No, no, I heard that. But I heard it also because I said it. Yes, I know. Okay, can we start? Okay, start what? The story. Okay, go ahead. Okay, here I go. All righty, so tonight's story is called I'm the best there is. I am, I am. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, see? Okay, okay. Do I have a part in this story? No. Uh, can I tell the story? Um, if you know it, you can jump in at the right times, but please don't interrupt. Do something constructive. Oh, sure. What would you like me to build? Should I build a tower or something? You know, you know it might be a good idea because that'll keep you occupied for a while. Okay, so here we go. Tonight's story is entitled, I'm the Best There Is. This is a story that happened in the time of the great tzaddik, Rabbi Yechiel, Rabbi Yerachmiel, sorry, not Rabbi Yechiel, Rabbi Yerachmiel, 
Moshe Rabinowitz of Peshischa. Now, when I started to research background and things like this, uh, it kind of struck me strange because I did see his name as Rabbi Rachmiel Moshe Rabinowitz, but I did find only one source that said his name was Rabbi Rachmiel Moshe Tzvi Rabinowitz. So if there's any, uh, uh, Biela, I think it's called Bielana Hasidim out there that know the history of the dynasty, so maybe they could call in later on after the show and let me know what his full real name was. Okay, but in the meantime, I'm going to call him Rabbi Yechmiel Moshe Rabinowitz of Peshischa. Peshischa was, ah, ah, not in the United States. Uh, yeah, see, I know that, and so does everybody else. Okay, do you want to tell us where it is? Uh, 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 yeah, it's located in Poland. That was very good. You're looking over my shoulders again. It's so much fun. All right. Anyways, you're right. So Peshischa was in Poland. And Rabbi Rachmiel Moshe Rabinowitz of Peshischa was the Av Bezdin of Peshischa. He was the son of the very first Rebbe of Peshischa. I believe it was one of the first ones, or at least the start of the dynasty that would eventually become to be Allah Hasidim, I think. Okay, so uh, the famous tzaddik, Rav Yaakov Yitzchak Rabinowitz. Oh, I know who that is. Isn't he called the Yid HaKadosh? That is correct. You got that right. But nobody understands why, but Hashem has a cheshav for everything. He was nifted pretty much at a very young age, at the age of 46. Yeah, I know. You one time told us that people who lived longer than that, it was like a, a miracle because they didn't have so much medicines. They didn't know much about sicknesses and diseases and things, things like that. Uh, 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 and and so what happened is, um, as a result, some people, you know, got sick and they died early. But Baruch Hashem, nowadays we should be very thankful to our Kaddish Baruch Hu that there's so much medicine and things like that that, um, you know, we, we could, uh, you know, be cured. And that's why Baruch Hashem, a lot of people live much, much longer. The only thing that I wish, yes, what is it? I wish that people, when they live longer, they would use their lives for productive things, you know, like doing more chesed, doing more mitzvahs, and, of course, learning more Torah. That's a great idea. I think everybody heard you, and I hope they take you up on your offer. Now, can I get on with the story? Oh, that's all the background? Oh, yes. Okay. Anyways, we're going to go into the town of Peshischa. And we go to the outskirts where we find an old tailor, Rab Zorach. I'm getting old, and sooner or later I gotta retire. But I can't leave the town without a tailor. So I'm teaching Reb Herschel how to be a tailor. Yeah, but he's a little late today. I wonder why he's late. All right, no, let me see. Okay, you know what? I'll try to do a little exercise while I'm waiting. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm doing exercise. You see, I'm working out very hard now. Don't bother me now for the moment, okay? Well, I see just that you're picking your finger up. Open down, one, two, one, two. Open, close, open, close. It's not an exercise. Uh, well, actually, I'm just trying to keep myself occupied, you know. After exercise, my fingers are my tailor, you know. Oh, wait, I see him from the window. He's coming. Okay, uh, I'll pretend I'm waiting a long time. Maybe I'll pretend I'm sleeping. Oh, 
Hello, hello, hello. I'm sorry I'm so late. I'm very, very sorry that I came late. Uh, uh, what's that I hear snoring? Oh, let me knock a little louder. Who woke me up over there? Let me just go to the door. Ah, uh, Ursula, <laughs> you know, you're almost an hour late. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very sorry, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still not used to being a worker yet, you know. Uh, you know, I, what I do is I, 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 you know, I still learn in the base of medrash, and, and sometimes you get carried away. <laughs> That's a good idea, but you're uh, not such a small fellow to be carried away. All right, anyways, what's the difference? Okay, listen, I'm going to show you how to be a tailor, okay? Oh, yes, yes, I don't know why it calls me heavy. Oh, because I'm a big fellow. <laughs> I'm tall, very tall. Okay, very good. Okay, so uh, here we go. Okay, so now you're going to show me how to make hems on this pants or on the cuffs or whatever. Yes, yes. Now watch carefully how I measure, you see. Now some people have one foot longer than the other. Uh, maybe just the leaning this way or the leaning that way. No, no, that's where she made us, you know. <laughs> Sometimes a person can have a hand longer or a finger longer or... or well, why would they have that? I don't know. But anyways, okay, Kaddish Baruch who runs the world. I'm not going to question him. Okay, so let me see. Okay, this the pants you want me to fix? Yes, yes, let me see you do it. A uh, piece of cake. No, no, it's a piece of pants. What are you talking about? No, it's just an expression. Okay, here I go. Let me sew it up. Okay, there I did it. How do you like that? Is it good or is it good? Uh, let me take a look. Wow. Wow. Oh, such great stitches, you can't even see it. Wow, you're good. <laughs> I know that, I know that, I know that. And Baruch Hashem, yes, bar, bar, what? And Baruch Hashem, oh yes, Baruch Hashem, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, we, we mustn't forget about Hashem, of course, yeah, 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 yeah. And so what happened was, day after day, Reb Herschel would come to Reb Zorach, and Reb Zorach would train him how to be a... Taylor, and Herschel was getting good at it and becoming very confident. <laughs> All right, here I am, uh, Rab Zarach. All right, is today the day you're going to let me make a suit from A to Z? Just give me the measurements that you measured. Uh, better than that, I, I have the person over here. Uh, sir, would you please come over here? Uh, my apprentice is going to uh, take the measurements and make your suit. <laughs> Your apprentice is going to do this. This is not very good. I want you to do it, because you're the best tailor. <laughs> he is the best tailor now. <laughs> Eventually, I'm going to be the best tailor. You know that, because I'm learning from the best. <laughs> so, uh, what will it be? Uh, I don't want you to do that. I want you to do it. Uh, what are we going to do? Uh, one second, I can handle the situation. Okay. Hey, let's see. I'll give you a discount if you let him do it. Okay? As a matter of fact, I'll make you a deal. If you're not satisfied with the suit, or, I mean, honestly, you know, not making believe, honestly satisfied with the suit at a dozen pit, I'll let you pay half price. What do you say? Uh, now that's a thought. Okay, you can come and measure me. Uh, here I am. Uh, please take the measurements. All righty, I'm coming right over there. Would you please step on this stool over here? Very good. Okay, uh, let's see. Uh, okay, put on the pants over there. You don't have the pants on because I didn't make it yet. But let me take your measurements. Okay, I got a measure from the hip all the way down to the Okay, now listen here. I want to get a little better measurement, so I'm going to give you a dummy. What? 
What are you doing? I'm going to give him a dummy pants. It's my idea. See, this pants is a standard pants. But if he puts it on, I could see where he holds his pants by his waist. And I could see how low it comes down to the ankle. Then I get a better measurement. Uh, that's a brilliant idea. I like that idea. Hmm. Very interesting. Okay, do, do it. Yeah, very interesting. Okay, do it, do it, Daddy. All right, now I just got to stick a couple of pins over here to make sure I have the right measurements. You know, I want to hold everything in place over here. So here I go. Ouch! I'm sorry, sir. I put the pin too deep. <laughs> I'm very sorry. It's okay. Don't worry. Uh, it won't happen again. Ouch! Okay, so it happened again. Don't blame me. I'm, I'm just learning, you know what I mean? Uh, it's better be worth it. Uh, uh, I'm taking all these pins stuck inside me so I can get it half price. Okay, go ahead. Alrighty, here it goes. Uh, ouch! I didn't even stick the pin in yet. Why are you saying ouch? Uh, hey, you'll wait for me to stick the pin in. You said ouch? It shouldn't be a brocha lavatola. Here. Ouch! Ouch, 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 ouch. <laughs> I didn't want it to be a brocha lavatola. Okay, here you go. And sure enough... He made the measurements, and he took the measurements and everything like that. And he got these measurements left and right, right and left, and upside down, inside out. And he took about a week. And finally, Herschel had the suit made. Okay. Uh, uh, what do you say, Rob Zorach? Am I doing good or am I doing good? Uh, one second, let me check it out. Wow, this is good. Well, the big test will be when he comes to try it on. Uh, uh excuse me, uh, the door was open. Oh, uh, yeah, I left the door open. It's very hot in here. They didn't invent air conditioning yet. Okay, so what can we do for you? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, you're here for your suit. Okay, here it is. First, try on the pens. Hey. I hope you didn't make any mistake. Hey, unless you gained a couple of pounds since the last time we met, <laughs> your pants should fit you snug and fit. All right, let me try it on. Okay, I'm coming out of the dressing room. Here I go. I, ha I have the pants. Uh, uh, okay, I, I... Wow. Oh, my goodness. What's the matter? What's the matter? Absolutely nothing. It actually fits me. It's unbelievable. But pants fits. I can't believe it. <laughs> what do you mean you can't believe it? I'm learning for the best, so I'm going to be the best. Don't you worry about a thing. Baruch Hashem, it fits. Now let me try on the jacket. <laughs> Baruch Hashem, it fits. Go ahead and try on the jacket. And of course, he tried on the jacket. And when he put the jacket on, it fit like a glove. But it wasn't a glove, it was a jacket. So he was very happy. And he said, you know, I must admit, I didn't think this was going to work out. But it did. Wow. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're very welcome. It's not a problem. Thank you, And sure enough, he got better and better. And finally, the day came. And Rab Zorach said, uh, Hello there. Herschel, you're starting to come more and more on time. Well, you know what? Uh, as I realize I'm going to make a pronos out of this, so I'm not staying as much as I'd like to stay in the base of Medrash because, you know, um, time for me to soon get married and, uh, you know, and, and make a panosa, you know what I mean, and support a family. Yes, yes, that's correct. All right, you know, 
Baruch Hashem, you passed every test. You know how to make pants. You know how to fix dresses. You know how to make gowns. You know how to make suits. You know how to make everything. Except, except spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> I'm very bad at that. I always burn the meatballs. <laughs> and then the spaghetti, I forget to break it. So I have a, like a 40-foot string of spaghetti. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, so funny. You know, I tried to cook it for my mother the other night. <laughs> she took a one spoon of the spaghetti. And five minutes later, she was still eating the same piece of spaghetti. <laughs> Oh, boy, that was funny. But actually, I left, but my mother didn't think it was funny. I don't blame her, I'm telling you. I don't blame her. <laughs> okay, nonetheless, I'll tell you what. It's Nishka Fratlach. Okay, let's go right. <laughs> okay, very good. Okay, I'm so satisfied. I'm going to give you a test. Next week, you're going to run the tailor shop without me. And if everybody's satisfied, I could retire, and you could be the new tailor. And sure enough, he passed the test. And Reb Zorach retired. And the tailor shop changed. It no longer said Reb Zorach's tailor. It said Reb Herschel the tailor. And the olden days didn't have like big storefronts like nowadays and things like that. Some people had a, a storefront part of the house. And some people had a small store made out like a shack or something. And they just knocked on a sign, you know, a wooden sign painted here and there. Anyways, Sir Heschel became a tailor, and since he had a panasa, and he was still learning at the time, so he managed to find a shidduch, some shatchen, found him a shidduch. Have I got a shidduch for you? Listen to me. This shidduch, she's a wonderful girl. You understand? And if I say she's wonderful, she's wonderful, okay? Go out with her, you'll see, you'll like her, and that's it, and you'll pay me for the shatchen of guilt and everything we find. It just so happens that it did work out. And he married a girl by the name of Ruhama Malka. Yes, Ruhama Malka was the girl that she married, that he married, not she, that he married, right. So he married Ruhama Malka. And so eventually, Zorach, uh, he just lived out his old age. And as time would have it, he was Nifta, he wasn't a youngster. His time came, and Hashem took him from the world, and the only tailor without any other backup, and just in case, in that town area was Reb Herschel. He was getting good. And one day it happened. There was a poet named Zaldatsky. Zaldatsky was a little bit on the heavy side. And one day, as he got into his special uniform to celebrate a special event, in the government, he went to put on his boots. All right, servant, pass me my boot, please. Thank you. All right. Uh, wait, I can't reach this. I got to pull it up. On, uh, oh, I just have to bend over a little bit. Uh-oh. What was that noise I just heard? Sir, I think you ripped your pants. Oh, no. It's one of my favorite uniforms. I need a tailor fast. I'm sorry, sir, but our tailor is on vacation. Well, um, wait a minute. Uh, maybe in the town at Bershitska, maybe there's a tailor over there. Uh, can you find out? Uh, okay, I'll find out. And sure enough, he found out that there was a tailor. Let me guess, Rob Herschel. That's right. 
And so Reb Herschel came over and he said, All righty, uh, uh, Zaldansky, or Zaldansky, or whatever your name is, uh, something with a Zelda. Zelda? Oh, that's your wife. Okay, Zaldansky. All right, so let me see the pants. Whoa, what a job you did. Okay, I have to do a little weaving job over here because you didn't rip it by the seam only. Oh, wait a minute. I have an idea. Okay, uh, let me bring your pants back by tomorrow. But I need it in two hours because I have to go to that special meeting, the special event. All right, you'll have it in two hours. You pay the extra fee, I'll have it, no problem. And sure enough, he took it home. And sure enough, he fixed it. He weaved it. He added a little extra material, the same color. He weaved it in such a way you couldn't even tell that he added space to the pants. And he brought it back. And this person is looking, very interesting, let me see this. Aha, mm-hmm, aha, 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 uh, oh, where did the rip, where, where, where's the mark, where, where, where's the line? I mean, I don't see nothing. Uh, that's the way I do it, I'm an expert. I am from the best. Uh, yes, you are, it's worth every penny. Here's your money and a bonus. Oh, thank you very much. And sure enough, word got around among the goyim, among the Perutsim, among the noblemen, and gradually Reb Herschel became a famous tailor. Everybody heard how an expert he was. But unfortunately, as time would have it, Reb Herschel became so overconfident in himself that when people in the beginning used to ask him, Excuse me, do you have my punch for me? Excuse me, do you have my punch? Excuse me, do you have my suit? Excuse me, do you have my suit? And he always said, yes, yes, Baruch Hashem, I have your suit. But gradually, Rev Herschel began to think to himself, huh, you know something, Hashem gave me a blessing, but I don't know if I need the blessing anymore because I'm doing pretty good on my own. <laughs> so, you know, um, uh, you know what, I, I, I don't know why I'm saying Baruch Hashem all the time. I'm good at what I do. Um, you, know, I'm, you know, I'm very good. I'm, uh, Baruch Hashem is when, like, somebody's not so good at it, and then he says it, you know, uh, as flasig, you know, okay, I understand, but I'm, I'm, I'm very flasig, don't worry. <laughs> oh, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm very, yeah, what do you call it, smooth, and uh, uh, I'm agile with this. Oh, yeah, 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 I'm the best, okay. Yeah, you know what, I, I, you know, yeah, yeah, Baruch Hashem is for people that, like, are having a hard time, and then all of a sudden, it goes. Yeah, Baruch Hashem, <laughs> by me, it's going without Baruch Hashem, okay, you know what, and, uh, you know, I'll just rely on my abilities. You know, I, I am thankful that Hashem gave me such a strong ability, but I don't think every time that I do something, I kind of say, for Hashem, uh, thank you, Hashem. And that was a very big mistake. But he didn't realize it yet. And as we all know, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is patient. He waits a long time sometimes because Hashem is not a bus of a dumb. He's not a human being. That's right, he is not. And therefore, it could be that Hashem is waiting for him to wake up and smell the roses. If not, he's going to sleep in the thorns and he's going to boo-boo. That's a very interesting analogy. That's correct. So Hashem wants a person to do tshuva, and that's why he doesn't punish everybody right away. And unfortunately, he wasn't doing tshuva. One day, a person named Zella came in. Hello, Sholem Aleichem. I traveled all this way to give my suit to you to fix. 
I am so, so happy I heard of you, Rav Herschel. I heard that you could fix in such a way that I will never know the hole was there, right? Of course, that's my reputation. And sure enough, when the suit was returned, the person said, Oh, thank you very much. I like it. It's beautiful. I can't even tell where the suit is. Baruch Hashem. Uh, yes, I did a good job. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, so how come when you did a good job, you didn't say, yes, I did a good job, Borach Hashem? That's uh, because I always do a good job. I mean, a person should thank Hashem if he's having a hard time. Not the way I heard. Uh, you know, a person has to stay good all the time, yeah. You should say Borach Hashem more often, even if you are good at something, you know, because the only reason why you're good at something is because Hashem is loving you. But unfortunately, he didn't hop, and he did not take heed to the warning. And as time would have it, he got worse and worse. Now, I don't mean chas v'shalom, that he didn't keep Tyra. Of course he kept Tyra. Of course he davened, and he still had some sedorim in learning. He still did all these things. But he loved being a tailor, and he was good at it. And he had so much confidence in himself as being a tailor, he didn't feel that he had a need to thank Hashem anymore because he's good at what he does. He failed to realize. I know. He failed to realize that he's only as good as he is as good as he is is because Hashem is letting him. <laughs> but he doesn't realize that Hashem has a plan. I bet you that's the next part of the story, right? Uh, yeah, that's right. That is correct. The next part of the story has a lot to do with how he learns his lesson. Wow. I can't wait to hear it. Okay, me it's a shame to be continued next week. Oh, no, 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 don't do that. Continue now. You have plenty of time. Look at the clock. Just kidding. Boy, I had you all worked up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, please, please. Come on. Tell the little half. All right. So let me tell you what happened. There was one Paris whose name was Zoltan Vaznitsky. Zoltan Vaznitsky heard about him. I mean, like he heard about... Uh, that's right. He heard about that's right? No, no, no. He heard about uh, Rab Herschel. That's right. No, y'all see? I'm just kidding. Yes, I know this. Okay, so anyway, so what happened was is that Reb Herschel was known far and wide. One part spreads the word to another. And, of course... This person, Zoltan Vaznitsky, showed up at the steps. There was no steps. It was a small shack. Maybe one step. And he knocked on the door. And, of course, Herschel said, Ah, oh, the door is open. I'm open for business. The sign says open. Please come right in. And sure enough, this here, Poritz came in. Ah! How are you? Rabbi Herbs, maybe do the other Sultan, the one that sounds like... Yeah, how are you? Nah, I like this one for today. All right. Oh, what about the the, the exquisite one? What do, you, what do you mean, the exquisite one? You know, the one that sounds like, <laughs> I heard all about you. Oh, you know something? I didn't use that guy in a long time. Okay, so he's going to be Pirates Zoltan Vaznitsky. Okay, uh, take it away. Oh, yes, of course. Oh, hello there. Are you the person everybody calls Zalman? Uh, yeah, sure. I'm the guy they call Zalman. Why, why, why? Uh, well, you know, 
I heard you're a very good tailor. Well, I'll tell you what. To start, I need six uniforms for my servants. I hired new servants now, and they don't fit into the other servants' uniforms. So um, I, I would like you to make them. I'd love to make them, but there's one small problem. <laughs> I'll pay you. Just because I'm a pirate doesn't mean I'm so mean. Not every pirate is mean, you know. Yes, I know that. But in order for me to make their uh, uniforms, I need something. Oh, you need a down payment? No problem. I'll give you a down payment. No, 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 no. I'm not worried about the down payment. Oh, you're not? So I won't give you a down payment. No, you could give me a down payment. That will help me buy the materials. Oh, so what? make up your mind. Do you want a down payment? You don't want a down payment. I, I would like the down payment, except that's not the icker. The what? I mean, the, it's not the main thing. You see, the main thing is uh, I need measurements. <laughs> measurements? Can't you just make a uniform just like that? Uh, yes, but I need to know. Maybe one of your servants is six feet tall, and maybe one of them is two and a half feet tall, and maybe one of them is seven foot five and three inches. You know what I mean? Seven foot five and three inches? Uh, <laughs> don't confuse me. I'm just giving you an example. Oh, yes. Okay. So what do you need? I... I need them to come in so I could properly measure them. <laughs> okay, I'll send my servants in uh, one at a time each day, and you take the measurements, okay, because I still need them to work for me. I can't have them all here at the same time. It's very understandable. Don't worry about a thing. I'll take good care of them. Don't you worry. Uh, as I <laughs> Yes, uh, what? Uh, no, no, no. I, I, that means uh, be well. Oh, yes, uh, be well. <laughs> okay, thank you. Oh, boy, this is great. Uh, this sultan has given me a uh, nice business. I can make uniforms. It's Cavaldi. And sure enough, that's what he did. And this person, this parrots, Zoltan Vaznitsky, loved the work of Zalman. And he used Zalman exclusively. For, he used him exclusively. You wanted to say exclusively, Joe Mister? I saw that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there was a, <clears throat> a little, uh, uh, you know, phlegm got stuck in my throat. Oh, to take the person out of your throat. What person? Mr. Phlegm is in your throat. No, 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 not phlegm. That phlegm, never mind. Okay. Anyways, um, <laughs> phlegm is phlegm, phlegm, phlegm. Okay. Uh, you don't speak Yiddish. I know, because you want to use that so you can speak when I should know what you're talking about. One day I'm going to get a dictionary. <laughs> okay, I'll worry about it then. <laughs> you should worry about it soon. I'm soon going to buy one. All right, well, I'll worry about it when you do. Okay, can I continue? I'll go right ahead. Anyways, one day, Zoltan Vaznitsky started thinking. <laughs> you know, I'm going to reach my 50th birthday in about a week or so. I want to celebrate. I want to make a big, big party, a grand party. What do you say, my dear wife? Huh? Sonia, what do you say? Well, I think it's a very nice idea, 100%. Sure, go right ahead. Why not? And sure enough, he was so happy that his wife agreed with him that Zoltan Vaznitsky started thinking, Well, you know what? To celebrate, I want to have a brand new suit made up. And of course, I'll use the best tailor in the world. I'll use Herschel. Herschel. Why did you call him Zalman before? 
Oh, because my old tailor was Zalman. <laughs> but, you know, actually, Herschel's a very interesting person. I'll have to ask him why he didn't correct me with his name. Uh, uh, um, um, uh, send for me, uh, Herschel. And Herschel arrived. And Herschel came up. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, what can I do for you? Tell me. Do I, I always call you Herschel. I don't know. I don't really pay attention. What do you mean? Have I called you Zalman sometimes? Uh, I don't know. Sometimes you call me you. Uh, sometimes you call me Mr. Pickles. I don't know. Uh, sometimes you call me, uh, you know, Potato Salad. I don't care. It doesn't matter. You call. I know you want me, so I come and I fix your stuff. <laughs> well, if your name is Herschel, then let me always call you Herschel. All right. I'll tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you like this. I don't have all those names you called me. Sometimes you called me Zalman, because that was your old tailor. And then sometimes you called me uh, Peter, which was your older tailor before you discovered the Jewish tailor. And then sometimes you called me uh, uh, Schmaltzherring. And then sometimes you called me, uh, what was that other word you, you called me? Oh, uh, I called you a potato head. I think I think did it at one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe one day they'll make it into a toy of some sort. Oh, yeah, you know. Well, anyways, it doesn't matter as long as you give me the business and I do it and you're satisfied and you pay me and that's that. Okay, Herschel, listen to me. I've been thinking, you know, uh, and about a week from now is going to be my birthday. Oh, Basel Tov. Oh, yes, I learned what Basel Tov is already. That's very good. Anyways, um, uh, to celebrate, it's my 50th birthday. Do you understand what that means? Your 50th birthday. That means you'll turn 50 years old. Yes, that means I'll be a half a century. Yeah. <laughs> That's very interesting. Okay, you'll be a half a century. Okay, and? Well, I want you to make me a suit. That's exquisite. But you know what I'm going to do? I have no idea. You can use another tailor? No, of course not. You're the best, you're the best, you're the best. Yes, I am, yes, I am, yes, I am. And now what I'm going to do is as follows. I am going to go over and go buy the best material. I'm going to go to the big, big city where they have the most expensive materials around. I'm going to buy it. I just need how many yards you think I'll need. Write it down, and I'm going to buy all this material. Remember, it's going to be expensive, so I'm sure you're going to do a good job, because if you make a mistake, you know, <laughs> there could be a problem. Uh, uh, yes, sure, but, you know, I don't make mistakes, and you know that. Have I made a mistake in any of your suits, in any of your uniforms? Absolutely not. And that's why I'm still using you. And that's why I'm going to trust you to do it when I buy this very expensive material. I will call you back in one day, okay? All right, no problem. I'll reserve some time slots for you. No problem at all. And meanwhile, when he went back to his shop, he was ecstatic. Wow, I could probably charge a very good price to use such expensive material, because I have to be extra careful. <laughs> so I have to make sure all the measurements are perfect, perfect, perfect. And sure enough, the pirates returned a day later with some of the most expensive type of material, fancy material, strong material, special designs on them, whatever. And it was mamish unbelievable. And Herschel came. All right, here I am. Let's see what's going on over here. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, so this is the material. Wow. This stuff is good. I like this material. It's unbelievable. Let me take a look at this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sure. Uh, with this, I'll make you suit. And this, I'll make you, you know, your 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 cape that you wear around, you know, with like that to troop over. You know what I mean? <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Uh, how, when will you have it for me? Well, I'll have it for you um tomorrow. 
but I need to take measurements, if you don't mind. <laughs> Go right ahead. Uh, what measurements do you need? Well, um, I have to be very accurate. So um, please stand on that stool over there. And uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to have to, like, make you pick up your arms like this and then make you twist like that. Why do you need all that? Uh, don't you want to be comfortable in the suit? You don't want to give a twist and... You want to, you don't want to rip your pants. You don't want to give a twist and rip the jacket. Uh, you don't want to go oh, take a deep breath and pop all the buttons, do you? Oh, no, 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 no. Of course not. I see you know what you're doing. No wonder why you're the best. Yes, I'm the best because I'm good at it. Yes, yes, yes. I am the best. The best tailor in the whole wide world. Yes, I am. I'm the best. I'm the best. Okay, so uh, <laughs> uh, can I have the material? Uh, sure. Make sure you take my measurements first. Oh, yes. I was so excited about making a suit. I forgot to take the measurements. Don't worry. If I forgot, I would have come back. Okay, so you're on the stool. Okay, let me turn your foot this way. Okay, okay, lean a little bit this way. Okay, now pick up your arm. Okay, okay. I'm going to take your measurements. I'm writing it down. Don't worry. Okay, I got everything. Okay, you're going to be so satisfied. It's going to be an amazing suit, an amazing cloak. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Don't you worry about a thing. And sure enough, what do you think he did? He took the material home to his workshop. He told his wife about it. Oh, so nice. Baruch Hashem. I'm so happy. He's Gavaldik. Oh, mamish, mamish. You've been a tailor for so long. Baruch Hashem, people recognize it. Very good. And there's... Such expensive material, sure you can do this? <laughs> Listen here. Do I know what I'm doing? Or do I know what I'm doing? I guess you do. I should do a nice job. All right. I'll get your approval after I finish. Uh, let me go down to my tailor spot over here. And uh, let me open up the material bags. And uh, let me just sew over here. Uh, did he use a sewing machine? Actually... Most tailors did not use a sewing machine because it really wasn't invented at that time. Or the ones that were invented weren't so popular or they were so expensive that people couldn't afford it. So tailors like uh, Herschel used to work by hand. But if he's so good, he made money. But he had to support his family. Yes. So, and then he was like, uh, you know, not one of those people that, you know, bought cheap stuff. He bought good stuff because he felt he was making a panosa. He didn't think about the future. He thought about now. That was also another mistake he did. But anyways, what can I do? Anyways, so let's go on. Okay, let's go on. Um, um, uh, Herschel, your turn. All right, all right. Here, here I go. Loop diddy popo. Wow, the pants is finished. It looks exquisite. Oh, yes, indeed. And the jacket. And the button's so fine. All right. Uh, let me put it on this, uh, uh, this little um, model dummy that I have over here. And let me call my wife in. All right. Rahama Malke, would you please come in here and take a look at this suit and tell me what you think? Ah, it's fantastic. Wow, it's so pretty. The buttons are so shiny. I like the thing you made on the shoulder with those tassels hanging. <laughs> it's beautiful. It almost looks like, you know, on, on the, on, on the uh, uh, beamer, you know, on the bottom of a shape of tire mantle, you know, those little things hanging. <laughs> very nice, very nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I like the way you did the stitches over here. Like It's very nice. I think so. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, thank you very much. Okay, tomorrow morning after Shachris, I'm going to deliver it to him. And sure enough, after Shachris... He brought the suit. He didn't even go to eat breakfast. He brought the suit. It was all wrapped up properly. 
And he brought it to the pirates, and the guard let him in. And he went through the hallway. And he knocked on the pirates' main office, or his royal chamber, whatever you want to call it. Oh, yes, who's there? It's me, Herschel, not Zalman, not Pickles, and not Mr. Potato Head, and not any of those things. Just plain Herschel, the great tailor. I'm here with your suit. <laughs> I'm so excited. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> show it to me. Show it to me. I'd love to, but you have to open the door first. Oh, good idea. Good idea. <laughs> All right. I opened the door. Okay. 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 Now what? Uh, now, um, uh, ready? I'm going to unwrap it. Okay. Take a look at it. Ick! Kelly! Icky, icky, icky! Ookie, ookie! Something wrong? You have something stuck in your throat? Ugh! It's such expensive material I gave you! What did you do? Look at it! What are you talking about? Look at it. It's perfect. It's beautiful. My wife liked it. Everybody I showed it to liked it. What's going on here? You don't see the beauty of it? How could you say it's ookie, icky, ookie, ookie, whatever you said? I mean, you didn't even try it on. All right. I'll try it on. Let me see here. Oh, the pants are so tight. I feel if I bend down, I'm going to rip my knees. Oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, I don't get it. I took good measurements. I'm always good at that. I never make a mistake. No, 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 no. Here. Try on the jacket. All right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Did I rip it? Oh, my goodness. I, I can't even close the jacket. I got... uh, Wait a minute. Did you gain like about 50 pounds since yesterday? <laughs> Don't insult me. Herschel, what's the matter with you? I gave you such expensive material. It's worth over 500 slotters. Do you know that? 500 slotters? Wow. Um... That's a lot of money. <laughs> Most suits maybe use uh, uh, 10, 15 slotters worth of material. 500 slotters. Whoa. Um, um, uh, uh, there, there must be a, 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 an explanation for this. Yeah, 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 you must have gained 50 pounds. Oh, you insult me again. Uh, uh, Sultana, come here. Yes, I'm right here. What is it? Please, look at my suit. Ugh, ookie, icky, gookie. Ugh. Uh, I can see why the two of you are married. You speak the same language. Okay, so uh, uh, let me see what I'm going to do here. Icky, cookie, cookie. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, this is ridiculous. I mean, you sure? I did not give my husband so much to eat. He did not gain 50 pounds. I thought you're such a good tailor. It seems to me you don't know how to work with fancy, fancy materials. Instead, you ruined this. Yes, I, 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 I ruined it. No, I didn't. I'm telling you, I know what I'm doing. Really? If you know what you're doing, so how come it doesn't fit me? And it's the way the, the make of it is so disgusting. You know, I'm not going to pay you. I shouldn't pay you. In three days is my birthday. And I don't even have a suit now. You know what? I should take you to court. And in court, I'll make you pay the 500 zlotis that I lost out on this material. You know what? You take this material with you because I don't want it anymore. You ruined it. And I don't ever want to see you again. Get out of here. Uh, but, but, but there must be a mistake. I- I'll try to fix it. Don't worry. Everything will be fine. I'll uh, fine. And he went home. And he was so, so sad. How sad was he? So, okay, anyways, 
I get it. So, he was so, so sad because he knows how to sew. But he was so, so sad because this time the sew did not work with the sew. So, so, so. Yossi, stop darshening. Okay. So, I'll stop darshening. Yossi. So, I stop. Yossi. So, so. Anyways, so what happened was the following. He came home on the way. As he was walking home, his thoughts were, Oh, no. What did I do? I ruined 500 slotters worth of material, but how can I make a mistake? I measured him once. I measured him twice. I measured him many times. I made him bend and stretch and move in all directions so the suit should be comfortable. Maybe I, maybe I copied the measurements wrong. Yeah, that's what it is. Maybe I copied the measurements wrong. Oh, and then he's going to take me to court to pay for all this. How am I going to pay for all this? I can't pay for all this. I'll have to borrow money, and then I'll become so poor because I'll have to pay back everybody. What am I going to do? I'm the best tailor. Now I'm nothing. <laughs> and as he came home, his wife heard, What's the crying going on? Ruchama uh, Malke, listen to me. Yes, what is it? I'm listening. I, I made the suit. And he loved it, right? He hated it. He hated it, even before he tried it on. And then when I made him try it on, the pants was too tight, and, and the jacket wouldn't even close. <laughs> I'm ruined. Why are you ruined? You just fix it. <laughs> fix it, fix it. I need to see the measurements if I copied everything right. Maybe I measured wrong. I don't understand. But I, I, I never measure wrong. I, I, I'm the best. I'm the best. I'm the best. At least I was the best. Maybe not anymore. <laughs> you know what he wants to do? I understand. You know, you did so much work for him, and this time you made a mistake, so it's not the end of the world. Oh, and not the end of the world? Do you know what he wants to do? He wants to take me to court. He wants to sue me. He wants to get me to have to pay for the ruined material. Right, well, second. Just take the measurements and see if you copyright. All right, I'll measure. Lottery da dum bum says here 29 inches. 29 inches. Says uh, 52 and a half ways. 52 and a half ways. If all the measurements match up. I don't understand. I don't understand. It doesn't make sense. I'm ruined. I'm ruined. <laughs> do you know what's going to happen? I don't understand. What do you mean, what's going to happen? You made a mistake. You don't understand. You see, if the pirates, Zoltan Vosnitsky, goes around telling the other perutes him, he tells the other other squires that, that, that I'm no good anymore. No one's going to use me. And then, after I pay the 500 sliders, we'll be the poorest people around. <laughs> What am I going to do? What am I going to do? And suddenly, his wife, Ruchama Malka, started thinking, Wait a minute. Don't panic. I have an idea. Everybody talks greatly about the great tzaddik, Rabbi Rachmiel Moshe Rabinowitz. You know, the Abbaston of our town, Peshiska. You know, why don't you go to him and talk to him? He'll tell you what to do. You know something? I didn't speak to him in a long time for any advice. Perhaps you're right. You know, l let me go to him. And sure enough, he went to Rabbi Yachmiel Moshe, the Heilige Tzadik, the Avbezdin, and he went there. By the way, Rabbi Erfs, when did this story take place? Oh, I never said in the beginning? I don't remember. Well, if I did or I didn't, it took place in the early 1800s. Okay, good to know. Okay, so there were no cars, trucks. Okay, y'all see. Okay, I'm just kidding. Go, 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 go. 
Anyways, so what ended up happening was as follows. He came in front of the Heilige Tzaddik, and the Gabba was there. I'm Shulik, ma'am. You want to see the Rebbe? Okay, one second. Heilige Rebbe, Shadu Aine, somebody over here, uh, Herschel the Taylor. You have time for him? Ah, Herschel the Taylor. Please, by all means, send him in. And Herschel came in. And he cried, and he told over the whole story with bitter tears. <laughs> and, so, and, so, and, so, and so that's what happened. And now I'm stuck with this junky material. <laughs> what should I do, Rebbe? What should I do? And the Rebbe closed his eyes. And then a moment or two later, he reopened it, and he said, Listen to me. I have a moon in talking. If you do what I say, everything will be fine. If you don't, it won't be. I'll do anything. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? I'm going to be poor otherwise. All right. You take the suit, and you take out every single thread from the suit. Everything. You take apart everything that you made. And then you make the same suit, the same measurements, all over again. And then you bring it to him. All right, he told you what to do now. Go, go. You have a munishachomim? Go, 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 go. And so, on his way back home, he started thinking, what am I supposed to do? This is kind of ridiculous. I, I, I can't believe such a thing. All right, you know what? It must be. If he said so, then, 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 then it must be. I have to have a munishachomim. I can't understand how it's going to work, but I'll do it. And now, with a broken heart, not thinking that it's going to be possible, but he's trying his hardest to try to make everything work out fine and dandy. And he's trying to have a munusachomim and trusting in our Kaddish Borchu and trusting that this Talmud Chochem is a shliach of our Kaddish Borchu. And so he took apart every single thread. And he started the suit from scratch. He scratched the suit that for sure ripped. No, no, no. From scratch. You know what I mean, Yossi. I'm just kidding around. <laughs> oh, boy. I hope you're going to let me finish the story. Oh, 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 I won't kid around anymore. And so what happened was is he pulled himself up from the chair. And humbly, he took the suit and he said, Well, what's the worst thing that can happen when I bring the suit? He'll, he'll throw me out again. That's it. And sure enough, he came there and he was allowed to come in. Yes, what is it? You came to pay me the 500 zlotches? Hmm? Is that what you did? <laughs> because that's the only thing I want to see you about. Uh, well, actually, <laughs> I must admit, I must have made a mistake. Uh, I remade the suit, and I, I would like you to try it again. <laughs> really? Open up the package and let me see. All right. Moving the package. Okay. Here. Take a look and tell me what you think. All right. I'm looking, and... Whoa, this is exquisite. Unbelievable. Uh, hey, Sonia, please take a look at this beautiful job over here. I mean, let me see. Wow, it's so pretty. Try it on, try it on. Let me see how it looks on you. Come on, try it on, try it on, try it on. And sure enough, he tried it on. And he put it on. And he bent down. And he stood up. And he twisted this way and that way. And he closed the jacket. And he raised his arms, 
And he shuckled this way, and he jumped, and he did everything, and the suit was perfect. Well, it's about time you acted like Rev Herschel the tailor. Of course I'm going to pay you now. Of course, you know, in another day or so is my birthday, you know. <laughs> you came through in the end. Oh, I had to be harsh with you because I knew if I wasn't harsh with you, you wouldn't do a good job. I'm so happy. You know, I'm going to pay you. You don't have to pay me for the material. I'll pay you for the suit, for the work, and even a bonus. And sure enough, he was like astounded. He did everything as he did before. He followed the exact same measurements as he did. He just couldn't understand what was going on. And so finally, after he left the parts, instead of going home, he went straight back to the Rebbe. He went straight back to the Heligat Tzaddik, the Holy Tzaddik, Rabbi Rachmiel, Moshe Rabinowitz of Peshischa. He went back to him, and he went over, and he asked him the following question. And so, I don't understand. I did everything exactly the same. How come this time he liked it and the last time he didn't? And the Heiliger Rebbe said the following, Listen to me, Herschel, the first time you did it, you did it with such a gaiva. You know, in the beginning, you used to say, Baruch Hashem, you are such a good tailor. Baruch Hashem, you did another good job. After a while, you started thinking you didn't need Hashem. You started thinking, Baruch Hashem is only said for somebody who's not so good at something, and he finally does it. You thought that you have this talent just like that. So the Chazal tell us, we learn from the Gemara, it tells us that Hashem Shechina does not rest together with the Balgaivenik. Hashem does not want to be together with the Balgaivenik. This second time, when you made the suit, you were crying, you were humble, you didn't think of yourself as the greatest tailor, you were not sure how it's going to work. And since you humbled yourself, Hashem Shechina was with you. And that's why the suit, even though it's the same exact thing, same exact sewing, but now the poet likes it. I hope you learned your lesson. Uh, yeah, yeah, I certainly did. And sure enough, he learned his lesson. And from that day on, you could rest fully assured, you could rest fully assured that he never forgot to say, Baruch Hashem. Even when he made the most fanciest thing in the world that was so easy for him to do, he went over and he said, Por oh, Hashem, I was able to do it. And that's what he did. Okay, now that we finished the story, let's see if we have time for phone calls. That's a great idea. Okay, I think we have about a minute or so. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Hello? Hello, are you there? Okay, next call. Hello? Ah, yes, but you must speak real hello? fast. Hello? Okay, <laughs> li listen. Masha, Masha, listen to me very carefully. There's a lot of people That's on the okay. line. okay. I only have one lesson. All okay, right. Okay, go, go ahead. And next week I'll have another one. All right, so the lesson is you should never keep saying, I'm the best this, I'm the best that. You should only uh, uh, say the right thing. And Excellent. whoa, oh, I like that uniform, Alexander Binsky. Okay, I think Herschel must have did a good job good, on it. Good, I love it. Good, good, good. Now I must go to the next call because I only have a short amount of time. Okay, thanks a lot. See you, Masha. Until the next time. Okay, hello, you're on the air. What is your name? And what lesson do you learn tonight's story? Hershey Pearl. Can't hear you. Okay, next one. Hershey Pearl. Oh, Hershey Pearl? Hershey Pearl. Well, you got to speak a lot clearer, otherwise, I'll go to the next caller. Okay. Hershey Pearl. Hershey Pearl. Okay. Fishel. Fishel Pearl. Fishel Pearl. Yeah. Oh, now you're coming in. Um, 
um, um, you should you should always Hashem always runs every this world, no no matter no matter how good you are, and you should you should, you should always rely on Hashem for you are. And also, I also want to give a shout out. There's no shout out today because I have no time for it because I have a short amount of time. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? You might be the last caller. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? And what lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello. Yes, you're on the air. What's your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? My name is Moses Sharon, and I want to say ah, that yeah, I'm glad, by the way, you like that story that I told you about the uh, Schaeferbrochers. I didn't have a chance to call back to say, you know, that I got your mother's message. I got the message, and I'm happy that you heard, you liked it, because it was a brand new story I never told it before. You guys were the first ones to hear it. Okay, so now, your lesson. Go ahead. And that you should never judge a person by how he looks, and you, and you should always say Baruch Hashem. And my sister wants to see something. A real fast, real fast lesson. Come on, quick, 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 because I'm running out of Hello? time. Hello? Yes, yes. What's um, the lesson? Um, that you should never judge a person by how he looks. Very good. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, that's all the time we have. So, oh, wait, wait, one last caller. Oh, okay, Ramnissa's letting one last caller. Okay, so uh, I believe it's, uh, start talking and I'll recognize your voice. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. Ah, Ellie come. Eliyahu. <laughs> Eliyahu. I forgot, I have to say this far anyway. Eliyahu. Okay, go ahead, Eliyahu. Oh, um, that that when when you're humble, it 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 you it happens. It. What you want to say is when you're humble, good things happen. Then, is that what you want to say? Yeah. Very good. And when and and when and when and you should always listen to your rabbi, even if he even if you think it's not right. Right, that's correct. You always listen to your rabbi, even if you think that his message is not correct. Very good. Okay, thank you very much, and until next week, everybody have a wonderful weekend. Goodbye. Goodbye.